morning, how you doing? Today FM Breakfast. <laughs> Baby, it's a brand new day. Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalli and Ash London. One, one, two, three, go. The rest of my life gonna start today. Hey, this is the best of podcast and... It's, it's 22 seconds long. <laughs> Stop it. And it's just this. What yeah. do you think... <laughs> What is the best part? What is the best, do you think, of the last couple of weeks? Your favourite moment What's your favourite thing you've ever done on Radio London? You've been an uh, MC. Wow. MC and London. Question without notice. Once I weighed Radio. my boobs. What, what you do you weighed your breast. After wax, oh, the phonotopic ass farts louder after a wax. That was good. And that woman called up and used the word undercarriage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was good. That fun. was a highlight. Uh, wasn't it? So, Ross Noble and the lesbian rap. No, was this, these things good. happened recently. So, what's your favourite thing of all time? Oh, oh, all time, radio related, or just that I've done? No, into a done microphone. on air. Hmm, it, it, been lots. <laughs> and and Lando, you're going with? Um, I would say. Um, well, I, I interviewed Ricky Martin on the phone once and cried the whole time. Did you really? Oh, I'm uh, got to speak to Stan Lee. Who's that? Oh, Stan from Lee. Marvel. Yes, oh. yes. Don't groan. Hey, mate. Anyway, great. We Rude. all have our own. Well, Rude. I said Ricky Martin, so I really yeah, shouldn't talk. true. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman, the recent highlight, the woman the other day, we were talking about the swans. Was it swans? Honk. Oh, Honk. Honk. What's yours, Eduardo? Uh, I don't know if someone you've spoken to, something you've done. Nah, interviews for me, you know. Uh, um, you were right into Vanessa Amorossi. I know what yours is. Rihanna from Penrith calling up about her threesome on the field. Act. That's my favourite, mo- my most favourite recent he one. Still that talks about really, it. Talk about it a lot. Really good time. Yeah, a really good time. There was a time in my very first show where uh, Richard Marsden went into a long explanation about how Garfield can't actually speak; he could hear, <laughs> but John couldn't hear him speak. He, but they could understand each other's thoughts in a long way. Okay, and it went forever. And Tony and I <sighs> just couldn't. We were just sitting there thinking, "This is going to air. This is awful." Um, that was really good fun. Jeez, that was good fun. All right. Because um, I can't remember what the uh, okay. context was. <laughs> Actually, I'm just thinking about okay. Rihanna from Penrith. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, go. Love bye. you guys. Bye. Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? So, Married at First Sight, right? Now, mm-hmm. we think we've probably got Sam on the show today. It looks like it's locked in. He's the guy with all of the quotes about maybe my wife should go running, and then he ran off to New Zealand for his ex. So, just a great bloke. Yes. Um, <laughs> but someone who did actually strike us as a good bloke, Grant Nash, was the now former virgin. Yeah. Matthew was tender. Yeah. When he came yeah. in and shared his story, he had a rough run growing up, a lot of bullying, which led to self-confidence yep. issues, and then he just it, it, it got to a point where he hadn't lost his virginity and he, yep. he didn't want to throw it away in any, in any sort of silly scenario. So he chose reality TV, which is correct. And um, <laughs> he was 29, and this was the moment. Loz deserves more than me just telling her how much she means to me. She deserves me to show her how much she means to me. Last night I lost my virginity. All right. So, big moment. We all started thinking about it. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. When someone says that, you start thinking about it. You start Mm -hmm. thinking about your own experience, don't you? Mm -hmm. I did immediately. Did you? And weirdly, I was, you know, I caught the 324 bus yesterday. This is such a weird coincidence. (laughs) When I was going to see my mate, I went past, I drove past on the bus. 
the apartment block where right. it happened oh, because wow. it was on that route. Because I remember I used to, when I went, when I was at, went to Vaucluse High School, I lived right near the school. The bus goes went straight past that. So that did bus you have all right the there. flashback memories? So I, if you want, if you don't mind, I'm gonna, I want to take you back. Oh, this is, oh, this, oh, this is, yeah, this uh, is my own story. And okay. usually okay. you don't like talking about your sex life because yesterday on the no. show we asked Tiff if you're a good lover. Of course she yeah. said yes, but you got very awkward. And obviously she dated a stripper, so we yeah. know a little bit about her past. So let's go into yours. I might not do this now. Um, <laughs> Come on, no, it's a safe place. It's a safe place. We're with you. We're on board. Yeah, we love. So it. picture this: it's the late '90s, and we're on the Gold Coast. Me and my oh, mates walk into a already. night. Shut up! A nightclub <laughs> called Cocktails and Dreams, and this song is playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wearing a white singlet, a white linen shirt open a, no. above that, a shark tooth necklace, oh. yes, tarot cash slacks, and rose yeah. tint glasses. No. <laughs> Roasting glasses. Yep. That's oh so uncool. I met a British backpacker at the bar. I bought a jug of illusions and she said, can we share it? And I said, we can. And then she put my glasses on, right? We pashed that night, but then we left. And I thought that's the end of it. Yeah. A week later, I get a phone call out of nowhere. It's my first mobile phone. I get a phone call out of nowhere and it's her. And she says, I'm coming to Sydney. I'm coming for two nights. And she had nowhere to stay. And I said straight away, you can stay with me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I know, right the spot. I lived in a very small two-bedroom flat with my mum that had adjoining doors to the bedrooms. Oh, God. I had never oh had a girl God. over because I'd never had a girlfriend. I had recently just been to the year 12 formal by myself. So I was cool. <laughs> and I walked up to mum. I said, I've got a friend coming. Could she stay? And mum was like, a girl? I said, yep. And she's like, yep, she can stay. So now I'm really nervous. Oh, my God. This girl tells me it's a Saturday night she's coming. I said, no worries. Does she know you live with your mum at this point? Not yet. Okay. And, but I was young, so it was fairly fair to assume, yeah. right? And, I'm still and she's a teenager. A so that would have been yeah. intimidating because you would, would you, had you assumed that she might have already been experienced in this area? I figured. <laughs> and I had forgotten that the Saturday night in question was a night that my mum was having a party and drinks oh. for her friends. So it's an audience. This girl arrives. I can't remember. I barely knew her with her backpack and stuff. She comes in and she's got the backpack on her back, like the big backpack. She walks in and the party is going, right? And she walks in because she came in the early evening. So my mum's friends are all there and they're listening to the Gypsy Kings, my mum's favourite CD. Oh, I love the Gypsy Kings. <laughs> my mum loved it too. Yeah. We go into my room and she's just on me straight away. Oh, God. Like Ooh. she's on me immediately. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. And I remember I was so nervous. I was holding the lifestyle. I think we all know what that is, right? And my hand was shaking, so I turned my back so she couldn't see it because I was trying to act cool like, yeah, I do this all the time. Oh, sweetness. Oh, you poor thing. And you're wondering how long it lasted. I know you are. Um, well, Usain Bolt does. Well, Usain I think Bolt. I know the answer. Shut up, you. The, Usain Bolt does the hundred meters in nine point five seconds. We would have had time to finish and watch the whole second half of that race. There are goldfish with goldfish. were remembering things longer than this, right? So she goes, "Oh, that was okay," and I go, oh, "Look, it's been a little while. That's probably why." Nice, it's nice. Did she as- said that was okay? Yeah. That's all she said. I'll never forget that. That was, yeah, that was nice. Okay. She goes, that was nice. Okay. Right. She found a room and she went to stay with friends for the next day. And then that, and then that, and then she left. I never heard from her again. And, and that was it. Oh, My darling. beautiful British backpacker. We didn't oh. tell, you didn't tell us her name. What was her name? Her name was Mel B. <laughs> <laughs> it was Steph. 
I miss you, Steph. Are what you all right? Yes, Steph. All right. It was all right, wasn't it? It was all right. It was all right. Not hey, bad. A bit God. short, but all right. <laughs> see me now. Where's Usain? <laughs> you done any uh, shopping for fruit and veg in the last couple of days? Well, as you know, I am a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you eat. So it's all I eat, and um, but I'm a lazy vejo. Okay. I get a lot of Uber Eats, as we know. But last night I did decide to go and buy some you know, fresh ingredients. I wanted to make some sweet corn fritters, some kale Beautiful. salad, and some birch and muesli, and then a general like poke bowl situation. And delicious. It was, it was actually so expensive at the till that I couldn't just tap and go because it's over $100. And I don't even know my PIN code because <laughs> you're not used to I spending never over spend over $100 ever. This is, uh, the prices at the moment are insane. Like even the news is covering it. Fruit and vegetable prices soar following severe weather around the country. Intense heat waves and flash flooding have forced farmers to drive up prices to cover costs. Supermarkets are now selling produce at a 20 to 50% increase. Well, now I feel bad for complaining. It's the farmers. Yeah, well, they've had a bit of a tough They run. have there's had a tough... They can't floods, win. there's been fires, there's been drought. Yeah. And so, look, when you look at some of the items, like, you know, a letter, broccoli's gone from $3 to $10 per kilogram. Green beans, you've got some green bean I love action. green beans, so healthy. Quadrupled, my friend, from $6 to $25 a kilo. Yes, because let's be honest, even in real normal life, you hear this so often from regular Australian families. It is expensive to go and buy all the veggies and make it yourself. And as a result, we're seeing more and more, you know, families are buying crap. We're encouraged to eat healthily, but it's so dear to do that. We're all time poor for starters as well, which doesn't help. But now it's a perfect storm of the prices have quadrupled. Like I know growing up, a single mum lived at home, didn't have much money. Uh, we just ate tuna mornay almost every night because it's the cheapest thing out That's there to That's a real make. Australian thing. It it's was a s- bunch of slop and my mum would put like pieces of pineapple in there so you had something what? to look for. <laughs> so, you know, just so you like had something to look pineapple. for in the meal. So, yeah. Pineapple. So, you just sort of dig through it. It was like looking for golden With nuggets. tuna. Yeah. It was horrendous. Well, but it's the cheapest thing that we could make yeah. in, in, in that period. And I reckon people... Eat a lot of takeaway just because it's actually so much cheaper than fresh food. Of course it is. And we should say that Gogs, our intrepid newsreader, did just say that that's a regional dish. Tuna Mornay. <laughs> yeah, from, man. She's from the country as Tuna well. Mornay. But I see now on Instagram, you know, the lunch bo- pictures of lunch boxes and all the different things. And growing up, that is... Not what we had. Remember yeah. the old Maggi noodles? Like you're oh, really yep. special if you just got sent to school yep. with a pack of Maggi noodles and you put the seasoning on it and eat or it just dry. Dry. Yeah. dry. Dry like a bit like a biscuit with some flavour on the side. Yeah. yeah, and that was kind of accepted because people understood that a lot of people don't have a lot of money and you wouldn't kind of judge anyone. It was just what That's it true. is. But now it's so much harder. And we'd love to hear from you guys on 131060. Just be honest, no judgment here. No. Are you in a situation when you're finding that it is hard and it's too expensive to cook fresh food for your family? Are you resorting to other options? And of course, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I imagine there would be guilt that comes along with that. I can't imagine in this day and age that a place like Australia where it is the co- the cost of feeding your family is almost out of reach. Yeah. Like, is, it, is that really the situation? Well, if you are living uh, in this situation, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you, 131060. We will, of course, reward you. Exactly. We've got uh, all sorts of prizes. Mm, invites to Sydney Comedy Festival and movie tickets. Oh, Why not? There we go. So call us, 131060. As always, safe space. We're with you, not against you. Are, are you finding that, that food, fresh produce is so expensive that you are resorting to things like takeaway to feed your family? Right now we are talking about the fact that the cost of produce has gone up. Fresh fruit and vegetables uh, due to recent weather, which is such a 
an absolute bummer for the farmers. But really, this is something we keep hearing so often that it really is more expensive for families to be cooking fresh food for their for their kids. And food is a basic human right. Yeah, absolutely. And in Australia, we're a lucky country, but you know, when the costs quadruple, things start to become out of reach. And yeah. this is a situation that we are finding. I told you, I grew up on tuna mornay. And yeah, with I pineapple pieces in it, which it's is disgusting. strange, but your mum is a legend. You know, to the point where you go, if I have another mouthful of this mum, I'm going to vomit. She goes, you will stay there and you finish it. And then next bite, yeah, you vomit. <laughs> And we had so many calls from people, which shows that this is an issue affecting so many of us. Eleanor Instant Ives is nine years old. Good morning, darling. Good morning. Hello. Hello. How are you, sweetheart? Tell me about your situation. Well, my mum's single and she sometimes has hard time packing us lunches when we go to school and making us dinners and lunches. With fresh produce. Yeah. So what? So what? Do, what do you get instead? Sometimes, what's something that Mum gives you because it's cheaper? Sometimes we get takeaway food like mm. sushi stuff like that, and sometimes we just have a bit of leftovers. Yeah. Eleanor, your mum sounds like an absolute champion, and she's doing such a great job with you because you sound like a gorgeous, smart, yeah. fun, Legend. lovely, lovely girl. She's doing great, your mum, isn't she? Yeah, well, you can go and tell your mum that we're going to give you a $200 Coles voucher so she can buy you some delicious, healthy food tonight. All right, Eleanor? Thank you. You're, You're very welcome. What a legend. Oh, no. So sweet. Samantha in Mascot, you've got two kids, and I, I know, know you know yes. you, fa- you, face, you face the same sort of struggle. Yes, and a teenage boy who's just, you know, doesn't stop eating, yes. so... Um, you know, trying to feed him well as well. Mm. Um, but, you, yeah, usually I do next-level takeaway. I um, I make the dash to the um, shopping centre and um, try and get their specials, you know, when they're closing mm. up and they put everything on special. So, you know, sometimes you can get three containers for like $15. So wow. it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, Absolutely. It makes a big difference. You can save a bit and you start yeah. to get to know when the specials really come out so you can maximise yes. it. So yes, like, and it sucks when you get there and there's not much left, actually. So. Of course. And do you ever feel guilty? Like, you hear from everywhere, oh, like, you have to make fresh food and your kids absolutely. have to have vegetables, but it's not viable. And you know what? I do the tuna too, but I've got to say, the price of a good tin of tuna, the good brands, they've yeah. gone up as well. They're like almost $7. And I'm what? like, oh, when did that happen? So if you get, go for the cheaper brands, they smell like cat food. So oh, you've got to get the better quality tuna, yeah. and that's like, well, Samantha, another $200 Coles voucher for you. Go and get the Serena tuna tonight, all right, darling? I Enjoy know. it on us. Oh, that, yes, that's the one that's gone up in price. Yeah, it's so good. Right, 200 bucks <laughs> for you. Thank you so much for calling. Good on you, darling. Sophia from Ashbury, you finding it tough? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're um, a single-income family, and my husband works, but I can't afford to work because then I can't afford childcare, and the food prices going up is just the icing on the cake. Mm. When did you start noticing? Was it like, were you actually noticing going to the supermarkets and going far out? Like, I, I can't afford to keep doing this? Yeah, absolutely. Big time. And how much and are you spending on groceries? I spend like $250 a week Ooh. on groceries. Yeah. And we have a single income family and pay $600 a week in rent. Like, oh, it's just. So you, that just it's must insane. max you out. Surely when you look at oh, your, 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 your bank account, it's, it's a sad and yeah. sorry state. Oh, uh, look, sometimes it's quite embarrassing. Yeah. 
But you don't have to feel ashamed. No, you don't have to feel ashamed because as we're seeing, so many people are calling in in this exact same situation and you're doing an incredible job. You're raising kids. You're going without. You're killing it, Sophia. (laughs) Well, it's a struggle and my daughter hates takeaway, so I have to force feed her takeaway. You're the only kid on earth that hates takeaway. (laughs) Is that how you find your your way around it, Sophia, to just get by? Is takeaway is a good option? Yeah, and often, like, I'll call my mum and say, oh, can I borrow 30 bucks so I can, you know. Sophia, does sometimes then you have have to go out when you put the kids go without? You put the kids first? Oh, always. Mm. Kids always come first. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a real struggle, and, uh, like, it's just sort of like a slap in the face when you can't afford fresh fruit vegetables, you know? Like, that's something... That everyone's eaten for as long as possible, you know. Fast food is the new thing, and yeah. fresh fruit vegetables is what we should be eating and what we want to be eating. But you know, sometimes you just can't. Yeah, because when we were kids, that was the treat, right? Yeah. Like takeaway yeah. was the expensive mm-hmm. thing, exactly. And your parents would make treat. you like veggies and chicken, and you'd be like, "Oh, I want to have a Big exactly. Mac." Exactly, Sophia. I know. Yeah, sometimes when, <laughs> when our kids say, "Oh no." no not, not take out again. I'm like, well, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. we'd be loving it, you know. Sophia, I know that when my mum would take us, she didn't have much money come Friday and she would take us to McDonald's and it used to annoy the hell out of me that I'd, I'd look forward to a burger and chips and I'd hoe into it and then mum would reach over and, and, and steal some of my chips. And I said, look, if you're hungry, why didn't you get your own? Yeah. And it wasn't until <laughs> many years later that I discovered that she couldn't afford food for herself. And I yeah. felt so bad that I would get angry at her for, for, for not allowing her to take my chips. It still, yeah. it still, it still rocks me today. Well, look, I'm sure she, she would be in the same position that you would be if you had to do that to your children. You just do it out of love. You know. yeah. Well, we yeah. love you, and I reckon I reckon we need to hook Sophia up, Dar. What do you reckon? Hey, Sophia, um, <laughs> yes. how about I give you a month uh, of shopping um, out of my own pocket because I relate to your story and I, I feel your pain and I feel the hurt. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd love so we, to. We'd love to help you, darling. So I'm getting a bit emotional now. <laughs> I just think I cry. I'm sorry. You're allowed to cry. Mums are champions and we love them and we think you're doing an amazing job, darling. You're doing everything you can, Sophia, and we thank you so much for the call. And we'll we'll get your details and we'll look up. Granny's going to look after you, okay? We're right behind you. Keep up the great work. You're you're doing good, okay? Thank you. Ask me Me. anything. I got a question for you. I got to ask you. Today we are speaking to Samantha, who is a master's student and is also a sugar baby on SeekingArrangement.com. Hello, Sam. Hello. Now, Sam, where were you in your life when you actually decided to become a sugar baby? Because more power to you, but it is pretty unconventional. Yeah, it's very unconventional, um, and I think it's a weird topic for people to talk about. But I'm a Kiwi, you see, and I studied at Monash here, and I don't get hex. So that's where it all began. This is where it all began. (laughs) Can I ask, so as a sugar baby, what are the main duties of a sugar baby? It really depends, but generally it's um, companionship. People like to take you out for like um, weekends away, going to to dinner, uh, dates to weddings, things like that. When you go to a wedding and you're there as the 
sugar baby of the person there. When they ask, who are you, Sam, what do you say back? Uh, I go as the girlfriend. I'm the girlfriend. Uh, you're the girlfriend. And we've just started dating. What kind of person is wanting to, to meet you and go out on these exchanges? Yeah. Like, who's what are they looking um, for? Well, because it is really kind of a, quite a shallow thing and they want to essentially treat somebody with gifts and money and things like that, that's essentially what it's all about. So they can be shallow as well. So they're kind of looking for people who are not not unattractive without being Yeah, you're a babe. We'll tell everyone (laughs) at home, you're a very attractive young woman. Um, Let's talk about sex. Yeah. Because is this something that you discuss that is part of it every time or never? Everyone's going to know. Yeah, so it's not always part of it, but it can be. Do you do an audition then? Do you you do like a, all right, first one's free, the first date's free, and then try before you buy. Hell no, is she auditioning anything out for free? We'll go for a coffee. Do you have boundaries like where do you do you have a, a line in the sand? That- um, I I do, but I think it's probably any person's line in the sand. Yeah. How much have you made? Ballpark. Fifty-five grand. Yeah, good. Oh, get a girl. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Just and to it, go out and have some fun with with someone. Yeah, and the best one was when I was taken um, on a four-day weekend up to Byron Bay. Everything paid for. It was a wedding, so I got a new dress. Like I paid, I got paid ten grand a night. Oh my lord! Amazing. Do you get any? If someone is going to the to, to the trouble of paying you ten thousand dollars a night, do you get like odd requests as well, or people that? like things a little bit differently? Yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing about um, this website and it's actually a really safe website and, and they do cull um, the people who are unsafe or unsavory. My wife gets a lot of foot pervs on her Instagram. So mm. I imagine some mm. foot pervs would have money. So yes. do the people like do like a, a, I know you're not really into it, but if what about this much money for just a bit of this? See, when people phrase it like that, that makes me sound like a prostitute. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I so it's like, I'm going to give you $1,000 if you extra if you let me do this. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, I don't really do it that way. We mm. kind of set the arrangement from the very beginning. Gotcha. Right. And everyone yeah. kind of respects the terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a moment where you found yourself maybe falling for someone or thinking, it's man, I could, I could actually see a future with this person? There was one, yes. And what happened? Oh, I got away. Um, uh, well, my he's... Me- <laughs> 20 years older than my father, so... Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) And you fell in love? I didn't fall in love. I just thought, you know, this could be more than... What How did you break it off? Uh, he moved back to Singapore where he lived. Does, does your family know anything about this? No, no, my family doesn't. Why no. is that? Probably because it's not really something you sit your parents down and go, I'm dating older men for gifts and money. Fair but are they married, any of the men? Uh, yes, unfortunately. But I don't, uh, I'm quite against that. So I do have some morals. Right. Um, so I don't tend to do that. Can I ask a question? Are you just getting like the best parts of relationships without <laughs> yeah. all the crap? Yeah, I am. I truly, truly am. And do you have a, obviously, while you're doing this work, I can't imagine that you can have a boyfriend. Well, um, that's something that I had considered. I probably wouldn't do it with a boyfriend. Right. But if I was just dating, yeah. then, yeah, I'd continue to do it. Well, uh, Sam, who is a, a, a New Zealander over here uh, studying, who works as a, a sugar baby at seekingarrangement.com, uh, thanks for speaking to us today. I guess my final question is, is how many times has Shane Warne texted you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he- <laughs> Too many. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. I thought so. Thank <laughs> you, Sam. Lady. Nice to meet you. Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1.